Hello and welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk honestly and openly about being teachers without fear of losing our jobs. Because we honestly do like teaching, even though it's been a weird, horrific fuckfest of a year. We are excited about summer, but we just want to be able to talk about it. Is that so wrong? Anyway, friends, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors out there. First, I'd like to thank Ludlam Dramatic. If you are a theater teacher, or there's one you're building, or you're just a teacher who has to do a play of some kind, go to ludlamdramatics.com. There is shit for theater teachers in the educational stores. Ludlam Dramatics has all kinds of affordable resources on their websites, especially just stuff for the classroom. It's amazing. Go check out ludlamdramatics.com. I'd also like to thank all of our sponsors at Patreon. That's right, we have a bunch of patrons out there who love Teacher Needs Drink podcasts and wanted to hear more of it. So they signed on and joined our Patreon, and they get to do all kinds of awesome stuff for as little as $5 a month. I want to give a shout-out to them right now. Big thanks to Wiaza, Christina B., Miss Alabama, Kristen B., Megan R., Huvian, Ashley M., Jason F., Amber H., JJO, Brian S., Jeff S., Shelly K., Abby B., Ann T., Sarah B., Regina B., Anna L., Josie S., Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Christine W, Vanessa J, Kate C, Mary C, Haley M, Rylan L, Catherine S, Perla C, Kelsey W, RJR, Cara T, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony Christina K, Irma A, Rebecca J, Melissa M, Casey B, and Sarah N. Woo! That was a lot. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can be one of those names and get to do all kinds of watch parties and extra bonus episodes. There's all kinds of stuff. Go check it out on Patreon. All right, my friends. If there is something you'd like to share with us or you'd like to have us read your message on our podcast, shoot us a message at teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. We have a contact page there. Just send us a message or question or tell us a story about something you've been through. And it might not make it to air, but we'd like to share it. Teacher Needs Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and really I think that's all I got to say today I talked about love and dramatics I talked about patron let me tell you about legendary pretzels legendarypretzels.com they're these pretzel sticks that are dipped in chocolate and caramel and tootsie rolls and candy and they are the most amazing savory pretzels ever they of course are a sponsor of ours uh, they're amazing they were at our party they gave us lots of food and we ate them and they were delicious I highly recommend them alright friends all the sponsorship stuff aside welcome to episode 83. It's a good one. All right, my friends. Enjoy. Cheers. Dick car wash. Gotcha. So that that tracks. You can't even scream in there because then you get dicks in your mouth. I don't know of everything. I imagined it was dicks like shooting water and rubbing (laughs) on everything. I didn't think like the water was dicks. That seems a bit far. No, as I mean, in that's like, that's too much for me. Look, she's talking about like if all the dicks were erected, and or it would be erect in that instance. Sorry, grammar police showed up. Um, but if all the dicks were erect and you're walking through there, you can't even scream because then you're going to end up with the dick in your mouth. Well, everyone, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and with me today I have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. And also joining us today is Count Chocolate. 
Count is in the building. What's up? <laughs> and last but not least, and after a long absence, return of Turb Ferguson. Sorry, guys. I got stuck in the pipes there. Well, we are in the last weeks of school, the dregs of the year, and hopefully everything's going well. You guys haven't completely just flung your arms up in the air, but it's kind of hard not to sometimes. The amount yeah. of fucks given in my field, or what is it, the my field of fucks lay barren. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's hard to care, especially when you have some of the kids who are just still pulling the same crap they've been pulling all year long. And it's like, I'm tired of fighting this battle. I'm just ready to be done. You do what you're going to do, because it's not changing anything, but... It can be really tough this time of year, and so I'm trying to stay motivated and have like fun last week projects and stuff going on that are fun enough and not hard enough for most kids should be willing to participate and have fun unless they just have that whole like fuck school, fuck everything attitude. I tell you what, I found out something um, like second to last week. I was just like, you know what, I got to come up with some shit, and then. They told us that grades were going to be due, like, tomorrow. And I'm just like, okay, you expect grades to be due tomorrow, but we're still going to be here for another week plus. And uh, why? Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? There's this movie I haven't used in about five years. It ties into my teeks, and every fucking class can do it. The only hell part of it is I have to watch the same damn movie seven times a day, but <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Turd, I'm going to need you to text me the name of that movie, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, I will do that right now. <laughs> now <laughs> count what are you doing to make the most of these last couple weeks i am cracking a lot of jokes in the hallway with random <laughs> students we are full-on wrapping up ap testing and still pushing yeah. through like eoc testing so oh. it's testing 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 fielding a whole lot of questions and phone calls from parents about is my child is gonna my graduate child gonna make it? <laughs> yep exactly i, I knew, saw it. I knew that's just, what it was gonna be I saw something just the other day. Well, actually, I didn't see something. I got an email, and then I got a phone call from a parent who said, hey, I need you to be straight up with me. Is my child going to graduate because I'm trying to decide if I should put this money toward throwing them like a graduation celebration? Or if they're not going to make it, I'm just going to go on a trip to the Bahamas by myself. Let me know where I should put my money. <laughs> nice. And I had to be honest with them. I was like, yeah, you know, as long as, you know, barring any kind of, you know, last minute meltdown. I think your child's good to go. Like grade wise, he's fine. Just make sure they keep doing their work. <laughs> and the parent was like, oh, well, not what I thought. And so I guess the party planning is beginning, but I feel like they really needed that uh, vacation to the Bahamas. That's going to be a bomb ass party if it has the budget of a Bahamian vacation. I mean, that Man, must be exactly. going all out. But if the kid's Come been on. struggling and you need to celebrate, hey, do it upright. Whatever yeah. motivates. What about you, Bunny? How are you surviving these last few weeks? What are you doing? <laughs> it's been madness because we're having star testing, and which is our state assessment here in Texas, the standardized test thing. Whenever a grade level has a test the next day, like say seventh grade has a test on Wednesday, uh, they have to turn in their computers at the end of the day on Tuesday. Monday, and then they don't have them on Tuesday because they're getting wiped or updated or something. I don't even know. Whatever they so do. We have like this rolling thing of one or two grade levels of, at a time not having their laptops, but 
anything that we plan has to still be something that the kids who are remote at home can still do. So they have to be able to do it on a laptop. But whatever we plan in class has to be something that doesn't involve a laptop. So that's been fun. But we are we are winding down to the end here. We're we're surviving. We're making it. I've got two classes out of seven that I am just mentally don't let the door hit you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be sad to see them walk out. Mm-hmm. Mostly they're hanging in there. Mostly they're not being dum-dums. But, oh, I've got two classes that are about to put me over the edge. I received this email from my middle school son's uh, principal regarding yearbooks. And so I'm just going to share it to you guys. And I, I want to hear your reactions to it because it, it really cracks me up. Today, many of our students received our 2021 yearbook. I want to take a moment to address the theme for the yearbook and the thought behind the front and back covers. Students in the yearbook class designed the covers with the front cover saying, We Stick Together, and stickers representing life in 2021 on the back. Found within the collage are logos for Minecraft, Among Us, The Mandalorian, Snapchat, Starbucks, Madden Football, and Call of Duty, among many others. Also on the back cover is a sticker that says, Science is real, Black Lives Matter, No human is illegal, Love is love, Women's rights are human rights, Kindness is everything, along with a sticker of a clenched fist with the words, I can't breathe. When I reviewed and approved the student-designed yearbook, none of the stickers evoked a political message for me, but were rather a documentation of the issues we face as a campus, a community, and a nation. I absolutely realize some don't share that view, including a number of students, staff, and families. For those with concerns, please accept my sincere apology for not considering your perspective on these stickers. If you would like a full refund for the yearbook, please return it to our office and you will receive as quickly as it can be processed. Additionally, if you would like a sticker to place over the printed stickers on the back that has the school logo, you or your student can pick it up free of charge on Monday. Again, I apologize and will continue to strive to represent all of the community. If there are additional questions, please feel free to contact me, blah, blah, blah. But holy shit, do you think this is something the principal should have to apologize for? Or do you think it was across the line for the students to put that into a yearbook? I mean, I'm not surprised people are upset about it because people are upset about everything. But that does kind of represent the year. What are your thoughts, everyone? You know, as soon as you were reading all those different stickers, I was like, God damn right. So as in like all those things, um, I mean, yes, it's a representation of what's going on during the school year. And yes, some people are going to get their buzzword I'm looking for. They're, they're just going to get their fucking high chair and start screaming out. If you want to talk about having free speech, then that means that you have to listen to the other side of the, uh, the coin, even though it makes your blood boil. And for far too long have we been oppressing certain views and I'm sorry, it's time to fucking listen. So fuck but your feelings and get over it yourself. The one thing I see about that is if you have to listen to the other side, I am 100% liberal. I mean, those statements are ones that I agree with. I believe black lives are. I believe everything on those things. I, I mean, those stickers actually speak to me quite a bit. Yes. But if you want to have the other side on there, does that mean we should have some horrible MAGA sticker on there? Or uh, some like blue lives matter or something stupid like that. Cause that's, uh, that's the other side of that. Coin. I mean, if you're going huh. to say that it's fair, then you're going to have to say that both sides are represented. I can see people getting pissed. I can see staff members getting pissed. Cause I know there are definitely some conservative t- staff members at almost every school I've been to most of them. And there's definitely going to be conservative family. I remember one year we did a yearbook that was 
had a theme of like a time capsule. So anything that really um, resonated with the year, it was cool to like throw it in on a page or two. So there were a lot of quotes from pop culture, what was popular at the time. I mean, it could have been something as silly as Will Smith talking about getting jiggy with it. Something as like profound as like a quote that we remember. But if if it's like a time capsule, you kind of got to throw all the things in there that made this school year what it was. Um, and I guess that kind of could be the good, the bad, and the ugly. And some of it really is offensive, or you would be offended by it. But, I mean, you're going to throw a Black Lives Matter uh, sticker in there. Yeah, go ahead. Go have at it. Um, love is love. We, you know, throw it all in there, too. As much as I would burn a MAGA hat before I did anything else. <laughs> yes. uh, but let me tell you, anytime I see a, a a red hat with some kind of writing on it, I like I instantly want to ball up my fist. And it doesn't. And I haven't even read what it says yet. If you look back in that time capsule, 20 years, you know, in 2041, my goodness. And yeah. you look back at it, and you're just like, we really did vote that dumb. You know what I mean? Like, and and yeah. and that's the symbol of it. It's that hat. It's that I don't know the Trump 2020 signs and all that stuff. I wouldn't want it in there, but we but, can't you know, ignore for, that it would be that it played a huge part in what was going on in our, our political climate. And even in eighth grade or seventh grade or middle school, um, those are relevant issues, and they they're important. I get why the principal felt like they needed to say a thing about it but i'm sure they got a lot of um reaction whenever it came out yeah. yeah and whoever whoever it was that was saying about having conservative other like staff members on campus that would probably get i immediately pictured about three people on my campus whose panties would have been in a major twist about that being on a school yearbook but a like y'all already said those are those have been major social things this year. And yes, our kids have been dealing with them. Like I teach middle school and that is, we've had those conversations that have come up because of stuff that's happened in their lives, in their world. Like this is real for them. And it's, it is something that is going to influence the way that they remember the year. Put a freaking sticker over it. If you're that bent out of shape about it, good grief. And that's what they're, in fact, there is a follow-up email that came out today where they're actually op- offering, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but a completely new cover for the yearbook. Now we're replacing it. Good so your Lord. kids have to worry about losing autographs. Um, Put a freaking sticker man, over just, it. Get them and a brown paper option. bag and make a book cover like we used to do exactly. back in the day. Exactly. <laughs> and tell them to draw be, their own cover. I got my son came home with his yearbook that I had paid money for, and it was like MAGA reelect Trump and all this kind of stupid bullshit. Like the pipeline needs to go where it goes, and like the oil must flow, or whatever bullshit's going to be on there. I the would be offended, and I don't yes. think I'd call the school, but I, I probably would encourage him to, you know draw all over it and vandalize that yearbook and put stickers over it to cover it up. But I look at these things that it says science is real. Black lives matter. No human is illegal. Love is love. Women's rights are human's right. Kindness is everything. I can't imagine the person who's just like, yeah, fuck that. No, fuck your kindness. Fuck women. Fuck. And I guess that's kind of what their thing is at the moment, or it's so politicized. They just feel like it's in their face that they lost. Do you think it's something that they should have put on a middle school yearbook though? You think it would have just better to avoid it altogether? Put me on the spot. I don't. I'm think... putting everyone on the spot. Yeah. I'm truly interested in your opinion. Like, if uh... I was the principal, honestly, I'd say, you know what? I agree with everything you say here. 
but I don't want to step in the sand pile right now. Maybe that's me being a pussy. Maybe that's me just not wanting. But I mean, if I was like, okay, I've got several thousand families that I'm, this is going to go towards. And surely, I mean, just going by demographics, at least like 30 to 40% of them do not agree with this. Should I put this out there, even though I believe it's a good message and I believe it's true. I mean, I don't mind doing that on my Facebook or social feed because this is for me. And if you don't like the podcast, fuck off. You shouldn't be listening to it anyway. But I mean, I mean, really, I mean, why would you be listed? We're clearly liberal teachers. And so when people don't get the joke, I'm just, uh, but anyway, what are your what are your thoughts, Count? Do you think this is just an ant pile that should be avoided because of community? Or do you think that I mean, these are positive messages and schools are supposed to promote acceptance. But if you are the principal of the school. Would you be willing to put that on the yearbook and go through this kind of shitstorm that this guy's going through? Or? Oh man, I don't know. No, I, uh, I I still don't think I could do it if I put it on the cover of a yearbook. Um, yeah. I feel like we could dedicate a page or two, uh, maybe in the middle, like the centerfold <laughs> kind of a joint there. That, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> optional like tear out if you want and hang it uh. up or burn it or whatever. But I, I really feel like. I don't know. It would it would it would definitely rock the boat, and I'm not opposed to rocking the boat. If counts a principal, counts probably coming before the school board um, <laughs> yeah. within like two or three weeks of that, because there would be enough parents that feel like I overstepped or didn't take into consideration everybody's feelings. Again, the schools I, are supposed to represent everybody, but I don't feel this is a negative message. But so, uh, well, I probably feel the same it, way about religion in the school. Like they right, and I, and I go back to what I said previously. That if if you're trying to kind of have a, a snapshot of what the last 365 or last 188 school days look like, there was a whole lot. You can throw all that in there. You you can throw. I mean, if you think about how the whole middle school ex- or the whole junior high experience was, if this is someone who's in eighth grade and ninth grade going, or if they're in eighth grade and then next year they're going to ninth, and you're trying to summarize the past year or two and what has defined us as a country or what has been prevalent in, in our social media throughout, you know, that whole entire time, then you have to acknowledge that police brutality has been running rampant, or you have to acknowledge that there were protests in all 50 States um, stemming around black lives matter or uh, George Floyd. Like there's, these are things you just can't ignore and hopefully when you look back at it in 20 years, you say, hey, this was a pivotal year for, you know, everyone having their eyes opened about it. But I still don't think I could put it on the cover. I, I'm going for the centerfold. <laughs> yeah. I think because I am so conflict averse and maybe that is weak, I don't think that if I knew about it, I think if I knew about it, if I'd noticed it beforehand, I might have been like, maybe let's try to find something, you know, try to find something that is a little bit more, I don't know, that's that's me being weak, a little bit more neutral. Um, but neutrality is not what I actually feel in the situation. But yeah, I, I think I'm so conflict averse. And so I think if I knew about it, I might have tried to say something. But if I didn't know about it, if I didn't see it, if it got changed afterwards, I think I kind of would have been like... Oh, sorry about that. That's so weird that that happened. Um, here, have a sticker. So uh, Rosie Rose has on the back of her vehicle magnet sticker things. One of them is a rainbow heart. Yeah. And then the other one is the thing that says science is real, Black Lives Matter, trans rights or human rights, like whatever all of the things were that were on that sticker that you read out. She has that on the back of her vehicle. And 
when we got to your house Saturday, we pulled up behind her and parked. And Mr. O'Hare does not know what Rosie's car looks like. And we pulled up and parked behind that car. And he goes, is it pretty safe to assume that that person is at the party that we're going to? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. (laughs) I'm so glad you guys are there. One of my favorite parts was getting to hug Count because you are so tall. I had to stand on my tiptoes <laughs> to hug you. And I'm like six something. I think you're taller than you. No, I, I grew, I just grew a year, a couple of years. Uh, I grew another inch a couple of years ago, but I was really excited to hug you. Like when it you moved in time. for the hug, I was like, yeah, like I was, <laughs> I was stoked. I was so excited. Dude, I was just happy to hug everybody. I hadn't seen y'all and I don't remember how it got damn long. Yeah. So. Like Love these were first all. introductions and this was, it was great. Oh, I had a blast. Favorite. Mrs. Count had a blast. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm glad she had fun. She was a good would, would highly recommend 10 out of 10. Do we call her Miss Count or Countess? Mm. Ooh. Countess Chocolate. Countess Chocolate. I don't even know if I considered Countess. Here we go. We have a message from the Teacher Needs a Drink contact page from Ms. B. Diddy. Ms. B. Diddy says, hey, y'all, you have made my drive to and from work funny this year. I have enjoyed listening to your thoughts and ideas. You are a sharp bunch of teachers. I would love to hear your thoughts on having a on having teacher evaluations this year. I have had two with only two or three students in face to face class. Our virtual students are not part of class due to lack of network in our area of North Carolina. I am pissed. Really, I have to explain myself because they don't have anything to watch. Gods, I will be glad when this year ends. Yeah, me too. I can't imagine having just two or three students in a face. That's more of a babysitting gig than a teaching Yeah, class. Yeah. Like, I know working with small groups for, you know, when you need to get things accomplished. But if I had just two or three kids for 45 minutes or an hour... I don't know. I feel like I enjoy large groups because there's a, things that I feel go better with large groups and activities that I can do. Mm-hmm. Or if there's only like four kids in class, it's like if no one answers a question, it's like, okay, well, on to the next activity. We finished it. So I think that that's horrible. But I guess evaluations are part of it. I, I guess my hope is that your principal's not slamming you. At least Prince like, well, she seems to be doing well with whatever she's doing. I, I looked at her lesson plans and they are okay, but I don't feel like two or three students in a room gives you a an opportunity to really assess how someone handles or manages an entire class. Um, I feel like that is very, very unfair. But I don't know how what what would actually take place if you cannot be evaluated due to that. Two to three and not unless they're trying to evaluate how you handle a class virtually, which I feel like that's not even fair because we didn't even sign up for that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see how that is. That is not a, an accurate representation of your, of how effective you are as an educator. I, I call BS on that. I think this year should have been for the students and for the teachers, no standardized testing, no evaluations. Like all year long, we've been preaching about, you know, give people grace and understand that everyone's situation, you know, might be different and stuff right now, but then we're still going to have evaluations and standardized tests. Really? It's not an accurate representation. I, I went through a phase a few weeks back in the fall where because of how many students at my school had been quarantined, I had two kids in a class. 
I was like, okay. And then in, in my particular district, they want us to be teaching on online and in person at the same time. All of that stuff about, you know, oh, you're supposed to be up, you know, circulating the room and working in the power zone and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> do you do you want me doing that? Or do you want me being on the computer with the remote students answering their questions? Because I can't, I'm not going to like carry my laptop around the room with me. It's just, it's not... It's not an accurate representation of what a re- what a day in my classroom is like. It's not an accurate representation of what these students would normally be doing. It's I just feel like this was the year to kind of say, you know what, let's just pause it. We did evaluations at my school this year and it felt very I'm 97% sure my evaluator copy and pasted <laughs> on my form because everything said the teacher, the teacher, the teacher and never actually said my name. Hey guys, guess what? 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 We have a Patreon. Patreon. That is right. If you love Teacher Needs a Drink podcast and just want more of it, sign up for the Teacher Needs a Drink podcast Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to all kinds of bonus content, extra episodes, interviews with the host. Uh, We had a party last weekend at my house and everyone was vaccinated, but we had a microphone in my office for a while and we have like 30 minutes of us really drunk and fucked up talking about playing Would You Rather. As also, there's like 10 minutes of discussion about John Hamm's penis. So, I mean, (laughs) you get stuff like that if you join our Patreon. Plus much more, you get to access our activities, our watch parties, when we do game nights. There's all kinds of fun stuff. So, do it now. Sign up now. Woo! Sign up. So, would you rather have an incurable disease that is slowly turning you into a garden gnome? Or, Mike Tyson is going on a Rambo-style manhunt for you. Once again, would you rather have an incurable disease that is slowly turning you into a garden gnome? Or, have Mike Tyson going on a Rambo-style manhunt for you? Garden gnome. Just going to say it. Garden gnome. <laughs> Do you think it's like a statue garden gnome or like a, like David? That's the what gnome I was going to ask. Is it is it a statue or are we talking David the gnome where you can just like the Nickelodeon cartoon, you can just run around and just be a tiny gnome? Ride a rabbit and every morning you just kind of <laughs> want to point he had a little bit more. <laughs> I'm going with I'm not a statue and I will fucking take a gnome any day of the week as opposed to taking on fucking Mike Tyson. You know, I was thinking about this. It doesn't necessarily say you're going to have to fight Mike Tyson. It's just as he's going on a manhunt for you. Like you could be okay. going on a manhunt for someone. That doesn't mean you necessarily want to kill them or fight them. You just got to hunt them down. I guess it does sound bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds bad. And okay, when I say fight Mike Tyson, I mean, I just don't want my ass handed to me by Mike Tyson. Oh, no. If I was with Mike Tyson, there'd be no fight. But I mean, yeah. he likes pigeons. I'd like icon pigeons. <laughs> that would be my thing. I would get pigeons. Like, Mike, we both have pigeons. And he'd be like, that's wonderful. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> Funny, what about you? Um... I'm thinking he's taken a few, a lot of hits to the head over the years. I could probably like sneak him, outrun him, like hide effectively. I was really good at hide and seek as a kid. So I'm going to take my chances. I like that. I kind of, I could see you like doing the whole gnome thing, but I like Bunny on the run from Mike Tyson. (laughs) You've got a whole new side of you coming out. I like this. I'm going to allow Mike to come for me on this hunt. Like if he's... (laughs) 
but I know, like, in the in the, in the, in the Rambo movies, like, you know, Rambo always prevailed. But I feel like if he's coming to hunt for me, and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a better shot than he is. I don't know. I just turning into a gnome. I feel like at some point I'm just going to be a statue, and at some point I'm going to get broken, and then that's the end of me. Like I'm going to be in someone's lawn. Or someone's gonna run over me with a lawnmower, and that's that's I I just don't feel like dying yet. <laughs> Mike Tyson's so. a new person now. I mean, he's pretty chill. He hangs out with pigeons. He has his own like strain of weed that he sells in California. I mean, when Mike dropped like eighty pounds, and when he fought Roy Jones Jr. recently, oh god, yeah, and I was like, he still moves like he's twenty two, and he's he hits an hard. Like I don't want that Mike coming after me, but I, I can't be a garden gnome. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who were with me. Turd, it was great having you here. Thank you so much for having me back. And Count Chocolate, it was wonderful seeing you in person the other day, and it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm honored, and I'm glad I, I have a countess as well. Yeah, you have a countess. Oh. countess <laughs> and Bunny, it was wonderful seeing you the other day, and I'm glad you're here too. Well, thanks for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. All right, my friends, we'll talk again soon. Deep breaths, deep drinks, everyone. Cheers! Woo! Cheers! We're almost done with the school year, baby. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday. And if there's something you would like to share with us at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, you can hit us up on our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and leave a message to the contact page. I'd like to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, Ludlam Dramatics, to all sources for everything theatrical, and as well as Legendary Pretzels. If you need just, like, the best candy-coated pretzel in the world, go do Legendary Pretzels. They are addictive. We had a bunch of them at the party we had last Saturday. They were amazing. All right, my friends, school is almost over. Take care of yourselves. Do a little bit of extra, you know, me time if you need it just to get through it. Just because remember, summer is just around the corner. You can do it. All right, everyone. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Fun fact, I am distantly related to David the Gnome. What? 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 The, the actor that does the voice of David the Gnome, Tom Bosley, is we have the same like great great grandmother, two greats back. I think dad it's like for me and two for him or something like that. Yeah, the dad from Happy Days. I, I am saw a, him in Beauty and the Beast. He was the dad, the the scientist guy. Yes, he he makes my game of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon really short. <laughs>